0: I've always been a brand guy, like meaning focus on people at the brand, not just the brand. You know, people will say like, Timbaland don't fuck with me. (laughs) You know Timbaland? (laughs) Or do you know fucking the guy at Timbaland who might be interested?
1: Welcome to the Not Just Bagels podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Spellman. I'm here with my co-host, my father, Scott Spellman, and today's guest. One of the pioneers in in multiple industries, iconic figure, premium
0: Pete. Uh, some people only know me as a podcaster. I always help to create and help create with people. Sometimes I'm in the front, sometimes I'm in the back, and I like that.
1: I'm just I'm honored to have you on the show today, the podcast. How you doing, Pete?
0: Listen, first off, friends become family. When you talk about pioneering, sitting in a bagel store. That probably has lines all day, you know, and and, and now doing a podcast with your father, to me, is uh, 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 such a special part of the industry and what I saw so many years ago about doing more than just, say, food or doing more than just a business or doing more than just a product. And uh, so it's an honor to be on the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Let's take a quick moment to thank our sponsor, Uber Eats.
0: Whether you're in love with our delicious bagel
2: or you're in need of your favorite irresistible treat, Uber Eats
1: will help you satisfy that craving. And today they're offering new users $25 off any order. Just enter code NOTJUSTBAGELS. Now that's a
2: good deal. You know, I think I'm going to order in tonight. You bring just atmosphere with you Mm. it's it's something that just makes me feel tingly and good to be alive oh
0: man that's a (laughs) first off first off i i I love to uh (laughs) i love to uh hear that and more importantly too it's like kind of like just i think like body language in general is uh something that people don't talk about much you know and it's like kind of like as you get older and I always say this, but you surround yourself with the energy that you really like, whether that be in work or life, right? And you know, like there's a certain energy here in Utopia Bagels, even when it's closed. You, you know, it's loud. You feel, yeah, you feel. No, you feel. You feel the atmosphere and the legacy uh, that it was created upon. Now the community becomes your extended family. Yeah. Like you have people that has been coming here for so many years yeah.
2: that you actually we were blessed yeah. with that the, you know that's that's a blessed thing um and being uh in that eye of of that you have a responsibility you know that's uh what it takes to keep that going but we are actually here to hear you baby <laughs> you came upon myself and we were brought about your source
0: yep which we did an amazing activation here on a saturday line out the door, okay? And that's not something that was here for our event. That's something that happens regularly here at Utopia Bagels. Yes, yeah, sir. Sure. Um, I'm not being paid to say that. That's that's just facts.
1: The thing is a lot of people come here and they want to do collabs and they want to charge for the pop-up that sure. we're doing. I don't feel comfortable doing sure. that because it's about giving back to the community and putting brands together. Like it sure. just makes me happy to see stuff like that.
0: Yeah, no, and I think that you and your pops, man, and I got to say this, you know, like I grew up and You know, I love my father to death um, And I've been able to do a lot of things with him later on in life But I did not have that camaraderie That say you guys have Um, And even though I'm sure there's times where you feel tested uh, And aggravated You you have memories that forever uh, Should remain vivid If anything ever happens how God comes and calls us You know, I kind of had like a Bronx Tale type of life Where I looked at my pops He was a working guy and I loved the, you know, the, the glare and the, the jewelry and the guys driving around, the Cadillacs. And I was so addicted to that fast lifestyle, not realizing, and not to be cliche, but my father, who would walk 10 blocks every day, 10 blocks every day, I'd go to the train station, go up to 53rd and Madison. he worked 50 years in the city. You know, I grew up in, 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 in between Coney Island and Bensonhurst, so as a teenager, we're talking about, like, 1988, and what I'm saying Brendan is- Brendan like, Carr, yeah, shout out. Yeah yeah, 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 I mean, listen, you, <laughs> I actually went there the other day, because I was in the neighborhood just to dip that, the oh. let me tell you something, you get a roast beef from there, and you dip it in that broth, don't, eat it right away, because you don't want to sag on later, but when I tell you, Brendan and Carr on Avenue oh. U is forever legendary. Yeah. Um, but right down the
2: block, yeah, it used right to back. be from Jan. Yeah, but yeah. It ain't Jan's. Jan's the ice cream spot. Yeah, you know, and
0: it. and and, 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 and roller roaster. <laughs> Listen, roller roaster, yeah, still great. Another classic. Yeah. Um, but you I know, like to tip a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just me. And Brendan and Carl, you know what's so funny? There's still cash.
1: Yeah, cash only. Cash only, baby. No, you
0: got to respect. You, gotta, you and, can't and,
1: and lie. The cheese they put on that is fire too. Exactly. And even everything's no, fire. Y- even
0: the burger is good over there. Mm. And 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 their fries. Listen, yeah. they got to listen. I've been in there before. I have seen sit downs happen. I was like, what the fuck is <laughs> going on here? But but what I honestly mean, it is a classic spot. And just like this is, but I do want to say when you think about cash only, how funny is this, right? It's like kind of like, nah, it's cash only. You got an ATM nah, it's on <laughs> the block. Charge you ten dollars, but what we're do you, in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Right? Hey, right. and, <laughs> leave
1: your wallet here. Take yeah. the card. And, so you, and you don't, don't think run about off this. On me.
0: Oh, when I grew up, it was only cash. Yeah. Like Meaning, like I'll I never forget, I, I was like a young kid. I think I had me have like $5,212. I would carry it in a rubber band. I'm hanging out with girls. I'm at the bagel store. You got your whole bank account in your pocket. I'm like, how here. much is? Yeah. You know? and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm paying it. And they're like, wow. But meanwhile, that was everything I had. I grew up and my parents told me, you don't get a credit card, you're going to get in debt. I was like, okay. So I never got a credit until I was in my 40s.
1: And then you learned I mean, that, now yeah. my
0: credit is immaculate. But what I'm saying is like... You know, you think about these things. Now like,
1: everybody wants your bank account number. You got to sign up here, do all that. It's a, you know. it's a lot different, yeah.
0: but I will say this. It's about evolving. But my parents, particularly everything revolved around food. So I'll um, give you an example. Like if I was, I would come home sometimes and I'd be like, ah, you know, I had a bad day. I'm feeling a little dip- You want a little chicken cutlet? I said, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm i just not, I'm feeling, I don't know. You, you want me to make you some rice pudding? Rice pudding, you know. But the point I'm making is everything was filled with food.
2: Make some chocolate that Food pudding. is love. It is Say love. Say it all the time. You need me love. to go down to Ebbing's and get a blackout cake? <laughs> Listen, my father yep. was uh, a, a worker that instilled in me that worth ethic. My father owned uh, the biggest book distributors. So mm-hmm. before a bookstore, before Amazon and the books and on computers now, there was bookstores so books though from the publishers came to a distributor and they distributed the books my father owned the stew baker building mm-hmm. the f- where they made the stew bakers in dean street yep. in brooklyn wow that was his warehouse hundred and fifty thousand square foot warehouse today probably is worth a hundred million dollars so We missed that boat. (laughs) Hey, listen. (laughs) On to the next, baby. On to the next. What I'm really trying to say is that that thing came from a garage in my house on East 57th Street Mm. in Brooklyn. Mm. So he did instill me that worth ethic. But my father really never. I worked for him at times. My brother ran his warehouses. But we were never able to infiltrate what we would feel would make it the next level Mm. the style also my father name was Leroy Mm. Lee Lee Spellman but he was Leroy Brown yeah you know he wore high heel shoes he had a blue Cadillac really you know he had an Eldorado blue with the white top Cadillac you know so that drive to get there came from my father instead of in the street so it differed a little bit but Listen, my son to the right of me played in Yankee Stadium. Mm, mm. Wore 23 on first base. Mm. And there was a time in the game, i never forget there, where there was a pickoff. And he was charging in for a bunt. The pitcher turned around and threw the ball right past him. Now, when that ball passed through him, and he got everybody to the circle by the mound, and told everybody to calm down, we got this game. And that's to me what won that game. I truly believe all businesses that thrive or are going places, you need that young mentality in. So I was always felt that, you know, not kept down because I was out of my house very young, but getting that backing behind it, like, you know, and we bump heads all the time you know it's just that's natural you know sure
0: a lot of people and a lot of fathers and sons particularly can't work with each other um and a lot of places if you're working for a company don't really allow it because of nepotism yeah nepotism. Uh, not
1: even the nepotism but like there's a lot of problems with bumping heads obviously we go through that as well but you know we always find a solution and we always talk about it try and stay on the same page and stuff like that but you know, I feel like me and my dad are very different in the way we think, so it's also a good thing. Like, a lot of people say we balance each other out. You know what I'm saying? Like, we think the same, but we think differently the same, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, no. I, I, yeah, we both want to hit a single up the middle. Sure, sure. But how we get to first base is a little bit different. Hey, you know, listen, that's, uh, a
0: small ball sometimes is important and just kind of producing runs. You know, right. a lot of people, I even say this in podcasting. A lot of people want to look good but not be good, right? So it's like, kind of like, oh, how do I look out here? You know, I look great, but are you good? You have to disconnect from time to time. For me, to be honest with you, I cannot create at a high level if I don't reset my brain, if I don't take a moment to put some sun on my fucking face, uh, to get under a palm tree, um, just to really, you know, reset the brain. So you kind of come back focused and continue to do more and evolve. Um, you know, I think it's important. You know, I think it's truly important. You know, um, you know we're taught we're taught to work hard, but uh, to you know. You don't want the hospital to tell you, like, yeah, maybe I should slow down a little. And I know, look, we grew up... I grew up, I grew up, with, I grew up with uncles. Like, they cut their hand. They put fucking duct tape on it. They like, <laughs> right like, back to work. I'm like, oh, no, you're going to go to the fucking hospital. You know, I also, too, I started to live like that as I got older. Yeah. I and I'm like, a wait, I'm now. paying $1,000 a month for insurance? I'm going to every fucking thing. I'm going to get my, my eyes checked out, my ass checked out. <laughs> yeah. you no, know, no, I'm being honest. And I started to really take look at that, you know, um, because what it takes to be successful or what it takes to build a brand you gotta is recharge. give yourself. yourself, give of your life. Yeah. You and what I'm saying is, sometimes. I'm here to say this to anybody who's watching this that has businesses like Utopia or projects like we do and I do. You know, marry it, live it, crush it, make it turn into life, but holy shit, don't forget about you. To be able to keep up that legend status and to keep seeing
1: You know, new projects, new stuff like that. People are like, yo, how do you do that? But hearing that advice, sometimes people don't think about that. They're like, yo, he just never stops. He never stops. He never stops. But you have to take that time for yourself to really get back onto your level.
0: You know, in order to continue, I feel like, you know, you have to take care of yourself. Listen, this game, and when I say game, meaning life, Life. is not fair to you, right? So what I mean by that is... You don't check on yourself. I don't want to get all serious, but what I'm saying is you don't check on yourself until the world says, "Hey, sit down." And what that means is, I like, kind of like, "Holy shit, I'm not feeling too well." Yeah. Then all of a sudden, you want to check on yourself. That's that's the world. I mean, especially like a lot of these guys who are working every day. Um, they don't have time to take off of work, especially if they're not getting paid, or, or, or you know, and projects when you're doing startup. A lot of times people put in their their time, you know, a lot of these things when you build them up, I mean, you have money from other things, but you have to put in your blood, sweat and tears. The point I'm trying to make is it life when you're a freelancer, when you're a creative, when you're a small business owner. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself because life only reminds you when it's a time of Uh, trouble.
1: Yeah. And let's not confuse people. He's not saying to take off, you know, every other week or every week. No, 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 (laughs) no. You'll know when it's time. Be mindful to
0: yourself so you could be a better
1: creator. Yeah. Let's talk about podcasting since we're on a podcast. No. Combat Jack Show.
0: Combat Jack Show time. A friend of mine named Dallas Penn, he was like, I, I was promoting this website. I had to say, come up here. We just started this podcasting. It was really like an online radio show. And just push your product. So the point I'm trying to make is push what you're doing. Push your website. I had a sneaker website at the time that I want to push. I've already been doing so many things in footwear. And, and I came up there and I never left. And that goes to speak to what, what type of... So you, you came know, up on it
1: as a guest and you just never left because it was just like family. Like <laughs> and, you just and, like, and, and they became, wanted you yeah. around. Like. And
0: became a co-host. And, and at that time, to be honest with you, people weren't... I'm not saying this... Look, look when, you know, I also want to be clear because I'm very... It's weird of how I'm, I'm a confident person. I'm not cocky. But I'm one of the pioneers I would consider myself, right? One of the people who were pushing through. And what that means for people who are listening is is i've been on tables before where people go around and say what do you do what do you do what do you do oh you're a podcaster that's cute you know and (laughs) and 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 now it's like a billion dollar industry now people yeah back then they were back then
1: they were making fun of you nowadays everybody same thing
0: with sneakers like meaning like getting one to rock one to stock they're like wait you have like 20 pairs of sneakers 30 pairs 100 pairs what are you stupid and I used to tell people, well, doesn't girls have like a bunch of handbags or shoes? Like, and
1: nowadays, you have a, people got a 1,000 pairs of sneakers, saying, collectibles, all this business. stuff.
0: You're talking to the world when it eventually gets put out. And you never know where that travels. You never know where whether that means something yeah. to somebody or not. You never when know. When you were
1: doing podcasting yeah. back then, did you ever think that it would get this big?
0: You know, that's a great question. Um, I feel like it had the ability to be something i knew i knew what we were doing was a camaraderie what i mean by that is people who do things displaying and showing with the world there's so many great podcasts out now sports ones true crime ones even i'm in the world of scripted shows where they're more food and beverage everything there's tons of food podcasts that i love to
1: hear advice and great stories and everything even
0: even like uh, uh guy raz does that uh uh you know all these different founders and 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 you know, uh, they they did an incredible job, and I think there's more room for that. You know, there's more room to to see that. So I would say, you know, when I was coming up in, in, in the game, I thought of, like, it was like an after-school program. I was like, you know, I was a middle-aged man. I'm like, oh, shit, this is cool.
1: You were doing it because you loved it. I did. and You didn't was- see... Dude, I was getting $29 checks. Because, yeah. There was no
0: money in it. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, it took a while for advertisers to even understand it. And let me tell you. Why they put when, their
1: money into people talking. Exactly.
0: And even when corporate comes in, it lessens the, you know, the authentic style of it. Right. Because there's certain things you could say or not say. And, then so, and, and, and look, and at the end of the day, not everybody, you know, you know, you have a podcast, but what are you talking about, right? Talking to you even about your pops. And seeing, you know, your face and the feelings and you know, I've done that so many times with people. So what I'm saying is Combat Jack Show, even though it was hip hop, you know, we were talking to an audience that had no idea what the fuck a purple app was on their iPhone. And there's actually a purple app called Podcast. And nobody knew at the time. They're like, I don't even know what the fuck that was. But what I'm saying is talking about these hip hop artists or people, because at the end of they were all people of how they grew up how the relationship was with their father how they handled the deal how a record or an album that we thought was amazing they made no money on and how they learned from that or how they did it, people were blown away and, and, and you know we did long form content in a time where people thought that people can't pay attention for more than 30 seconds and uh, you know look I, I, I'm forever thankful unfortunately um, you know the heat uh, Combat Jack Reggio say the legend the icon who helped push through, especially, you know, audiences and hip hop and a lot of black women and black men and and, and all different races that were inspired all over the world, wherever I go. Industries, different industries. I mean that.
1: Without him, we might not be here today.
0: Well, he was was one of the people, unfortunately, you know, he didn't get a chance to, you know, really see the fruits of his labor but I feel he believed and pushed and you need people like that like, it's not for only combat but what I mean is some people yeah. need to walk so you could run and we should always remember people like that and the point I'm making is him passing away made that show even more iconic I've been in Atlanta in the middle of a club with sunglasses on kind of like my hoodie on and somebody would come up to me and be like Premium Pete man thank you so much I'm on radio right now for what you guys did and 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 that's a blessing to be able to see people you know create and do their own thing and it's tough man it's really it's really tough when you look at how hard it is to build a brand putting something out there whether it's food or podcasting or anything people have a chance to critique it i don't like the way that guy sounds he's annoying i don't like the (laughs) sesame bagel i don't like what they have here you know but it takes loyalty they and do it, that every day yeah. by the way <laughs> and, 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 and listen and I focus I feel like the, the success of the Combat Jack show too was first of all the belief that this could be real um, that people could sit in a room and talk about stories and, and people could feel like they know them I brought my daughter around in California, like, I feel like I know this girl because I heard you talk <laughs> You about heard it. her grow up just yeah, from, just you from know, your, or, your or talk. Or social media. You yeah. see these people.
1: It's the connections you're making with other yeah. people.
0: If you believe and if you build something up and it, it starts to pull you instead of you chasing it. And I'm starting to see like a lot of people who are legends behind the scenes starting to say, hey, I want to be noticed. I want them to know it was me. And I'm like, yeah, but that's why you got like $20 million. Like, you know, but okay, you know, if you want to put on a pair of Jordans and and, and let people know who you are, because that's, that's, and that's not everybody. But what I'm saying is, you know, we get to a point where I feel like behind the scenes sometimes, especially when the time there wasn't a lot of money, I found the chance to make money. So behind the scenes, I felt there was a lot of chances to put things together. Right, meaning like Grillo's pickles. I want to tell the story. You were the glue. Yeah. Well, well. well, Also, also add the flavor to it. I want to explain to you. And shouts to Grillo's pickles, and shouts to that whole team over there, and Travis Grillo and his family and those guys what they were able to create, and and you know, uh, no matter whatever happens in life, you know you have to uh, appreciate the times and moments you deal with.
1: If not, number one, one of. The top pickle brands in I mean, the world yeah
0: i mean listen i get a call from my friend dennis tedisco who actually works at instagram and worked at nike twitter uh fellow paisan he was working at Carmeloop loop and he called me i'll never forget one day and he was like hey listen you got to hear about this pickle cart and i'm like pickle He's like, give me a second trust me so he's telling me outside of Carmeloop loop where you know they where he works in a building downstairs they have chicken and rice they have the hot dog stand they had a pickle cart uh whatever i'm like what the fuck is a pickle cart and he's like this guy's out there selling selling two spears for a dollar literally the story of travis grillo and Grillo's pickles is his father you know always had a garden growing up and always made you know cucumbers and they learned to ferment them but he always had tomatoes just like any like other family on the
1: pickle cart he had tomatoes too or just for a while
0: actually for a while i mean i gathered they're going to come out now you know they were acquired but uh, they had everything they had asparagus spears carrot spears they would ferment them man. it was fucking beautiful yeah. I love food like that little yeah. snacks and things like that and, and they also made over you know the last couple of years the pico de gallo I mean pickle de gallo yeah. which to me is fucking Phenomenal. delicious yeah. I mean It'll I love pickled it Grillo. Yeah, you're going well, <laughs> to have to
2: make a, a, a bagel with that or something
0: oh yeah we, <laughs> listen what they have been able to do but keep in mind what I want to say is to anybody listening two spears for a dollar this guy did like a million dollars on the street And keep in mind Tuck your ego in a pickle suit Two spears for a dollar here Two spears for a dollar Pickles What the fuck are we talking about? Cucumbers that got fermented and, and he was able to get it into Whole Foods Again, you know, in his story you know, you could, I had him on my show years ago um, Where he explains like he didn't know what the, He was dropping off stuff at Whole Foods Like, hey buddy, you can't do that you know and learning <laughs> you know, just and pulling up yeah, with some
1: pickles like yeah. I'm well, gonna sell them well here. it's like
0: dull pineapple you know putting them in like dull pineapple boxes and but a true hustle going door to door uh, you know having people try his pickles when I met them um, you know they're already years into the business and it's a tough business when you do a startup you know sometimes you're in the red for many years and sometimes you're raising money and a lot of people don't want to put in any more money um, and, and, and you know you you always have issues, and and I feel like, you know, you always need to hire someone who knows a lot how to of get, ups and downs. Yeah, how to get that business yeah. exited, right? Yeah. You know, and then people need to see the vision, and you know, keep in mind one thing I really admired about him was, you know, he he, he used to wear sweatpants all the time. I admire a CEO that wore sweatpants that didn't have to. And I'm not knocking anybody who wears a suit. I love a suit, but what I'm saying is the fact that you could like, you know, be yourself, and you don't have to be so stuffy, and you don't have to be. And you could, you know, and that's who he was and and how he was able to live. Um, You know, and and when I met them, I I had ideas for them in entertainment world. You know, we did a commercial with Ice-T, you know, uh, where Ice-T was like, go grill those pickles. Like, you know, because Ice-T has done a lot of food commercials for protein bars. And I wanted to do, I was like, look, these guys don't have millions of dollars to give you. But like, and bring in that flavor. Right. And then we did a, a, a pickle sneaker. I wanted them to kind of get the sneaker audience to talk about pickles and when would the sneaker audience ever talk about pickles, pickles. if it wasn't a sneaker yeah. and that got a lot of publicity and then we did a jacket with chalk line and again these guys let me tell you before i even met them they had what it took what do i mean i met him he had a grillo's jersey like a grillo's white and green grillo's jersey with his name in the back he had green pants and green jordans <laughs> like, and, and he was walking around we like you know everything was like like experience like that. So when so when I was able to come in and add those pieces, a sneaker, like they have their own sneaker. I used to tell these guys, Imagine what it would be to gift like buyers with your own sneaker. Like that's pretty cool, yeah, right? It's something you don't you, see you every know, day for sure. You guys know, you buy bottles for Leasel people man, and right. liquor and wine, yeah. but like you give them your own sneaker and, and they feel like they're a part of something. They feel like it's growing. And I think even like when you get acquired, even something like that, it's like wow, you guys are like that's cool, like right. you were able to do that. And, and um, so, anyway, long story short, we were able to do a lot of different things like that. But for Grillo's, I always wanted them to exit. And those are the steps I feel that are needed to take to exit. They did wind up selling yeah. to Kings Hawaiian. $92
1: million. I think
0: it was around that amount. Yeah. I mean... Nobody really knows. Only, yeah. you know,
2: but, but only the pickle guy. Yeah, but
0: I'm very proud of, of Grillo yeah, no, that's and, a and tremendous, what they were able to do. Yeah, and I'm just glad story. to have just a, a hand in it, you know, and, and, and grad, glad to inspire. You know, yeah. Yeah,
2: it, you know it's, it, it's amazing. We're talking about, you know, businesses and how you get there. And y- you really never think about, like, what you're talking about, the exits. Yeah. You know, and um, it's not that I'm, I would... Uh, saying I'm looking to exit and I think I have someone that's going to carry this on for a while again you keep enlightening me <laughs> you know about Likewise. just feeling you know and it it, it it's so pure you know I, it, it really is that it's incredible where you think and how you think
0: out of the box naturally I know it sounds funny to say this but it's almost like cute like oh the pickle sneaker right. but that's like you know, something that, like... But how do
1: you get even into that diverse mindset?
0: Just, just again, you know, having some things that are set in stone, but then having some powwows that are, like, lightning in the bottle. My mind starts to fucking just think into... Excuse my language. I don't want to... <laughs> is this a non I think we're allowed
2: to say it 17 times, all right? Yeah, but, yeah. But,
0: ha- but having the mindset to build out, and, and then I'll be the guy to help deliver that. And, and, and I will say for me, too, there was many years where people wouldn't get what I was trying to say. Like, oh, we should do this. We should do, ah, that's not going to add, ah. you know, even I want to go back to my father. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, see. well, we'll <laughs> never see. It was yeah. your ability
1: to see the future and to set that trend yeah. in the beginning. And it, and it came back around. Even Same, with food. Yeah, I was about right. to ask like, that. Do, you, you, consider eat your, this. Yeah, do we, you consider yourself a foodie? I would consider you yeah, into yeah. that foodie category. I,
0: I do. You know, Even though it's changed from personality and people only focus on numbers, uh, which I get it. But sometimes, you know, look, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of people want to get a, 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 a big check on, on anything they do. And it will hinder your being authentic, you know, but I
1: think if you stay stick to your goals and your authenticity, the big check will just come eventually yep. like you don't need to aim for that. Yep. If you just be you and keep striving and keep hitting your goals and keep just your head down, focus like it's going to come. Yeah. And I think that's the best advice you could give to people. When you started, you got to eat this Instagram account. There was no Instagram foodie yep. accounts.
0: How did how did it start? Through rubber and leather. <laughs> I have met some of the most amazing and
2: heart and soul fucking
0: people. I swear to God, <laughs> through rubber and leather, I have met some of the most amazing people. Me and Bun were just—it's crazy to say—he's one of the most genuine guys I ever met in my life. He's not just a rapper; he's an entrepreneur. He's a teacher. Yeah, I would definitely like to meet. him He owns Trill Burgers, you know, which is which is amazing. His stuff. Yeah, I mean, he he is uh, uh, to be honest with you, not only a dear friend, somebody who inspires me. We started, I think, two thousand thirteen, twelve or whatever. He, he, I I don't know. I must have a tapeworm because I could eat as much as a big person. (laughs) Um, And he found it fascinating. He's like, yo, I'm like, even though he's not fat, but he would say, I'm this fat, you know. A uh, black guy uh, is this like skinny Italian kid that eat that, that eats just as much as me. And I used to tell him like, "Yo, when you come back to New York, you know, I'm making you know, you, know, you gotta go Utopia Big. You gotta get the jalapeno. You gotta eat this." He's like, "Oh, well, and that's how the here. name started." Yeah, he's like, "You gotta eat this." And we always had a so uh, you
1: were going back and forth telling each other like, "Yo, you gotta yo, eat this. Yo, you gotta yeah, eat this." He's like, "Yo, this. when
0: you go to when you when you come back out here, I gotta bring you for this fried lobster tails." He was like, "You gotta eat this." you know like you know it's like you tell us <laughs> you gotta eat this so you know at the end of the day i had a lot of plans for the brand like so many things that we were able to do With you gotta eat this i always thought like a community i always wanted to put other restaurants on and people on and different show people different foods in different places and 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 it was always always the sloppiest things like meaning <laughs> the cheese pull is still always amazing mm. Stretchy things like you know, when you stretch, pulling the pizza, the the mac and cheese, as always has been big, always, always. And that was our crowd for a while, but also, too, we've been able to work with so many great brands and do things and help them, like you know, Kingsford Charcoal and help them do like a backyard stuff. Or, you know, I went out to Dairy Queen to have like these two day trips where they would get your advice, or you know, they still do things like that. And but I was so used to it because I did it in sneakers you know, where they would bring you out and they want you to test these sneakers as you being, I guess you call it like an influencer. But to me, it was more of like I was learning and then lending my advice, but meaning people valued your opinion. I used to have Nike guys like, yo, what, what do you think about this? And, well, you know, I give them some advice. Next thing you know, I have like a box at my door. Um, and, and we, you know, me and Bun always says, look, at the end thing, if this don't work out, at least we could get into a couple of spots. You know? <laughs> and, and we have, listen. We're in a day and age. People get popular, but they don't make they money. Don't,
1: and they don't know how to. They don't know how to present themselves there in a go. money-making way. They might get all the views in the world, but at the end of the day, they don't know how to go out and get that deal, and they need advice on that. You know, Especially I think, yep. younger kids like myself. You know, I'm 22 years old, yep. and I could learn a lot just from even talking to you.
0: I would tell my daughter. My daughter finished John Jay. She graduated. I'm so proud of her. Um, she graduated uh, criminal justice. And, and, and a bachelor's degree. And they did, did tremendous. They you know, did, did further than me. And that's what you want from me, kids. But the point I'm making is I told them, so listen, I'm going to give you some time to figure out what you want to do. Or else you're going to have to do what you have to do. I was not afforded that opportunity. My, my parents were like, yo, figure it the fuck out. Go work. <laughs> and shut the fuck up. Like, you got a problem? Like, you, know. you know, I worked in Wall Street. I had to get coffee seven hundred times before the guy opened up to me and helped me out. I don't want to do that to people. I'm not perfect, okay, and I'm learning even how to be better. You know, as you get older, sometimes you know you got to keep an open mind. The way I approach certain things, not everybody you could, you know, takes it that way, or words get misconstrued. And 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 I learn how to be better every day. As I get older, I'm being honest. As I get older, I look back on certain things. I'm like, how did I handle that? What was my part in it? Could I have been better? You know, it's a tough industry like we spoke about. And sometimes there's clicks and sometimes you feel like there's weird energy and sometimes you feel like you do a lot for people and they don't do the same for you. I just try to uh, double down on being there and adding value to people and, 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 and building things together and, 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 and giving people advice. Like, the advice you give, if they, if they take that work you know, they took a lot of work to get there. I find it fascinating that these young kids could, like, do what they want to do. Like, I wasn't afforded that opportunity. I had a fucking paper route. You know, like, if I wanted to try to compete with the neighborhood in, in the, all that flash and gold and glitter, I had to fucking do something, like, kind of like get in trouble at the time I was growing up. And now these kids could sell, like, a pair of sneakers that they wore twice, clean them up for two, three times the amount. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, have, I know kids that are, like, 20 years old that are millionaires from selling sneakers.
1: You're talking about exiting brands, podcasting, starting Instagram, you got to eat this foodie. Like your, your parents didn't see that they, for they, you. to. They, like, didn't. they didn't give you that route.
0: Also learning value. What do I mean by that? To be able to deliver a reality, right? To, to know a co-packer. Again, I, my life have, um, you know, as being my age, I want to I know and I continue to strive to know 10 graphic designers. 10 video editors, 10 people this, 10 people that meaning so I could always be of that. Oh, well, well, so you, you could
1: always add value. Well, it comes what do you, back to yeah, adding value. What are you value. trying to
0: do, Nick? Why well, I want to do a hot sauce. I got you. Come you. in. You know, maybe we'll do this. It's these guys.
1: And when he says come in, is he paying you money up front or you're striving well, you for know, back end points? Ev- like, what's your style? when yeah, gets yeah. into Things like that.
0: It's, you know, every, every deal is different. Even, yeah. even in scripted shows, I do a lot of scripted shows. Some come with money at work for hire. Some come with white labeling. Meaning scripted shows, meaning audio doc series, being a freelancer is tough. It's hard. There was a point in time where I was doing deals with somebody. I'm making this up. Say it's like 20 grand. They're like, look, I could give you like, you know, 10, 20 percent or I could give you 10, 20 grand, you know, whatever you want. And I'm like, damn, that sounds great. But I need the money so I can never get equity because I always needed the money.
1: Yeah. And then you put yourself in the position to want to take equity like you said every deal is different you were you wanted to put yourself into that position I wanted it sounds to, like yeah
0: I wanted to work on it I wanted to be able to deliver it I wanted to you know I believed in it uh, you know the the guy I had making it I felt was uh, bringing something special um, and I knew I knew that uh, you know it was a cool group of people and at the end of the day when you have like five people involved you're not thinking about only money because it's, it's going to get split so thin as you raise money you're going to lose a lot of your percentage a little bit but at the end of the day you have a piece of something a lot of people want everything they want to have 100% of nothing I'd rather have at least a piece of something here a piece of something here a piece of something here so when I fucking croak at least uh, you know my kids get to uh, you know go to Bahamas every once in a while Man, you got to eat too yeah know, but, but I think you know at the end of the day sometimes you get so wrapped in to being passionate about creating something you almost sometimes forget about money deals sometimes are tough you know, and you have to treat yourself as a brand tuck the ego and I don't think people understand how important that is I don't give a fuck who you think you are and I get it sometimes when you tuck the ego you wind up tripling down on shit because you don't need to always be cocky, you can be confident you know, and I think I'm not afraid to ever get my hands dirty again Let's you know,
1: explain Pete's pasta sauce a little bit for the
0: viewers. You know, so I always want to do something with my family. We spoke about coming from such a big family. I I I, I I, I, want to do something for myself. You know, I want to do something that I believed in. You know, and for uh, those of
1: you that don't know, this sauce goes on everything. Tortellini's, pizza bagels, pizza, everything, spaghetti, meatballs. Like, yeah. I'm not. It's, it's the perfect balance of like sweet and mm. classic. Yeah. And like the texture is just there. You know what I'm saying? So like. When you created that, it's your family's recipe, right? Yep. And did you add anything different to it, no, or no? no you no. just we, stuck with it. We, we
0: kept it all. Because like when
1: you know, you know, when you're you're building up something to take to a co-packer, there's always bumps in the road about what they could get, what they can't get, what they could do a certain way, what they can't do a certain way. So, so did you change anything at all, or it's no? The same? We were
0: able to keep it, you know, exactly the way. And I And to wanted. me,
1: that's really special to hear. Honestly, yeah. you know. I'll, I don't even know how many years this family recipe goes back, but to keep it the exact same way that your grandmother.
0: You know, to be able to do that was important to me. It's a generational recipe. You know, it's over 100 years. You know, you always hear this thing, but one thing I'm always proud about is you smell and taste. Like, listen, The same thing you smelled and tasted as a little kid. Exactly, in your house. And to be able to give that to people that live in different areas. Listen, I don't know how much it is, maybe $16 for a two-pack online. I'm making this up. Well, actually no, it's true, but I'm just giving examples. <laughs> I'm giving examples. I've had people in Switzerland, London, Japan, places I can't even announce. Like meaning pronounce pronounce. You know hear me announce. <laughs> I am not drinking so wine similar. here. <laughs> and, and and order like seventy dollars shipping, like eighty six ninety nine just to support.
1: Yeah. And let's give them an idea of what's on the like the picture on the on the can. Yeah, so, I'm so, sure it will so, pop it up on, on the video. Yeah, yeah.
0: so, so, so it's, it's me and my grandfather. And, you know, a lot of Italians, like, you know, men were a lot of great cooks. And, you know, uh, the woman taught them a lot, too. But men cooked a lot, too. And I remember I grew up, my grandfather, you know, he passed away when I was six years old. But I, I, I remember him cooking and stirring the sauce. And then my grandmother took that. And, you know, we, you know look, we went around the table. And I remember I miss I missed that and I, I, I try to recreate it with my family, but it's tough. We did not miss dinner. Like yo, like you know, like until everybody sat down and I did that for years. And my father, one thing I'll give him credit, he would go around and ask everybody, How was your day? And you would get a chance to talk about how All you All
1: around this sauce. How
0: you or, or eating. yeah, yeah. Pa- eating Past this, pass, pass that. Sauce. Give me the meatballs, give me this, yeah. give me that. And and you know, there's something to say about that in the family you know look if somebody had a, 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 a like if they got promoted at their job on a tuesday i remember us having a, a carvel cake and it was 40 people there the just point,
1: showing out the for point the i'm trying to
0: make is i wanted to put that into a jar at the end of the day we have people living in california right now that are dying for a fucking brooklyn bagel or a Queens bagel. And I'm telling you, people move and they're like, damn, I wish I had that. And because of delivery services and the way we are today, yeah. they're able to have that. You don't ever hear people moving down to fucking Wyoming and say, man, I wish I had me an Arkansas slice of pizza right now. No disrespect <laughs> to anybody in Arkansas.
1: Now, Pete, I know you call yourself a foodie and yep. you know you got, you got to eat this. I, I need to get your bagel rankings. Give us your top three.
0: Uh, to me, the best bagel, uh, the number one bagel is everything bagel. Yeah. Um, I don't know the mess of it. You know, the way when you bite into a sandwich and then have all these extra seasonings on top. Look, I may be playing Jane, but I'm going to throw a plain bagel as number three.
1: No, no. Yeah. one from one
0: to three. <laughs> no, everything is one. Yep. Plain bagel is three. three. And I'm going to go with, you know, two. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, fuck, man. I'm going to say it's hard, but I'm going to say I'm going to put two with a couple. I love an onion bagel. <laughs> I love a cinnamon raisin bagel. And I also I feel like a sleeper is an egg bagel. Yeah, yeah. definitely
2: big sleeper, egg yeah. everything. Yeah. Most people are either sweet or savory. And you got a little bit of both. I, I in like there. again there's so much you no, they, and me are
0: alike. Bagels if you think about it, bagels could be simple.
1: It's The commuter special, right? Or they
0: there. could be amazing. Like meaning they could be this stacked pastrami sandwich. Yeah. The New Yorker. That oozes and
2: goozes. The New Yorker.
0: (laughs) Or it could be as simple as As just a fucking vegetable or a scallion cream cream cheese. cheese. But one thing I love in food, and particularly bagels, is when you bite that motherfucker and you see your teeth marks in it. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that one before, (laughs) Yeah, that it stays together.
1: Let's give the audience the best piece of advice, growing a brand, building that brand, and even exiting that brand. What do they need to be doing right now?
0: You have to immerse yourself in it. You know, like an actor who uh, does method acting. So what I'm saying is when you go through hard times in building a company or building that, use that frustration as motivation. Use it as inspiration. And if you have the ability and you can't do certain things and you hit brick walls, hire what you're missing.
1: And I just want to thank you for you know sharing all that advice, you you know the life gems, everything, and just showing love. You know the yeah. the viewers, the audience, if they didn't learn something from that, I don't know where they're gonna learn something yeah, from because right. that's Premium, just knowledge. It's knowledge uh, be, that you, you can't know. pay for. You have to just have, yeah. and like you can't learn. You just have it in you. I I, I want to end off on. Just letting people know where they could get Pete's pasta sauce, give them your Instagram just so they could find you for the people that don't know. yep,
0: Premium Pete, Pete's pasta sauce, Pete'sPastaSauce.com. It's been an honor. I wish you all the best in your seasons ahead, your episodes ahead. Don't always count yourself out. The future is bright. Could you do yeah. this for me? Say Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. <laughs> I speak to Uncle Frank, he was a criminal. This one's a lawyer. This one's a, if I wanted to put you in a movie, Would you be interested in that? And I'm like fucking looking at my phone. (laughs)